0: Angie and Janelle Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100.
1: Happy wickety-whack Wednesday, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning.
2: morning.
1: Good morning to all those of you listening to us right now on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. So yesterday on this show, Janelle uh, presented us with a fact that I discredited right away. <laughs> and I tried this fact last night. The fact was if you uh, measure your wingspan from... Uh, Index fingered, index finger, and
3: just and just as some people pointed out, arm span is probably a better word for yes. humans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did say wingspan because yeah. I was thinking about a bird for some reason. The chicken lady. <laughs> uh,
1: it would determine your actual overall height because my useless fact yesterday was if you measure uh, the crook of your uh, elbow to the cro- to to your wrist, it's the length of your foot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you piped in with, well, I've heard that uh, if you measure your arm span from. A tip to tip it's your actual height yeah so i did it last night with isabella okay it was five seven and i'm six one. Oh.
3: yeah so you got short arms did you do it to like the end of the middle finger yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah i did like i've got a video out of it yeah
3: okay were you fully like extended totally. or stretched out totally. i can i can see him just doing it like limp
2: yeah limp, <laughs> <arms>. yeah, limp. <laughs> just trying to make it like not true did you did you test it with
3: isabella like did you test her
2: no oh
3: yeah <laughs> Man. <laughs>
1: I tested on me why do I have to do two people well, well it,
3: it does say that it's like on average it works for most yeah, people it could be but off like by a centimeter or two or well an or two. and I guess in when you're Stu he, you either are like extraordinarily tall or your arms are really short is what yeah.
2: i <laughs> you're out of proportion dude <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not the average for most of the population yeah
1: mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm above average actually.
2: it does though when you're actually looking because you have to look left and right to actually like it feels appreciate like there's no it way. Yeah. it feels like yeah there's like it feels Way too short to be <laughs> yeah. the length of me, but so I believe it, it. I want
1: you to measure Angie today.
2: Okay. Well, uh, we don't have a measuring. tape. Well, I could go down to engineering. Yeah, ask engineering we'll, for a measuring we'll, tape. We'll do us and we'll yes. see okay. if it if it holds up. Okay. We'll and if it. you if we'll it, do it doesn't,
1: now. you guys owe me lunch.
2: Why? We never said that it would. <laughs> what? I'm, a- I'm
1: just I'm trying to make it interesting.
2: <laughs> she didn't make it up. It was on the internet. <laughs> and what if and what if it's right?
1: Mm-hmm. I will uh, never question you on our show ever
2: again. B.S. <laughs> <P-S. laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's Useless Fact of the Day on Move 100. All right,
1: all right, all right. Gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about your stomach. Are uh, we first
3: going to get to yes, our, yes. our results of the uh, test that we did? Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yesterday you said if you measure your wingspan or arm armspan, from tip to tip, you can actually reveal your actual height, which I did last night. And, it, and my daughter said, "Daddy, you're five seven. I'm like, "No, I'm six one." So I, I'm calling. I'm calling out your. You're
3: balance. either lying about your height,
2: or you're you lying it about, wrong. or you did it wrong. Yeah. So I we think. we just went down to engineering and got a tape measure, and we tried it for both Janelle and I, yeah. and it was accurate for both of us. <laughs> like right away.
3: Yeah. Perfect. Oh. They're Like absolutely perfect. It Unless be more you right. have
2: really short arms.
1: <laughs> I think I have really short arms.
3: <laughs> you got little full extension, tip to tip. Yeah. T-rex, you got to be like arms. stretching it out. Not well, not limp my, arms.
1: My daughter's not that good in math, so she's <laughs> probably like me. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you have abdominal abdominal pain? Don't go to the hospital. Do this: riding a roller coaster can help you pass a kidney stone, especially if you're in the oh the gosh. rear car. <laughs>
3: Oh, my like terrible. That sounds like terrible medical advice.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think anybody's uh, tuning into 100.3 today to hear uh, medical advice. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: I was listening okay. to the
2: radio, and Stu told me not to uh, go to a uh, hospital. I wonder why the back. I would have thought the front would be
1: Because like- all the force is on the back.
2: Oh, I suppose, yeah. And He's that force, G-force, goes
1: through your stomach.
0: Mm.
3: Oh, so that means like the back of the roller coaster, you're going to feel a lot more? Yeah. I always okay. thought the front was the thrill no. ride. Yeah. I guess the front is just like the... Uh, interesting because you have nobody
1: abuse. in front
2: of you yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's
1: why I don't get on a roller coaster because they suck
2: <laughs> you're afraid you're gonna lose all your kidney stones yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not a fan what a of shame coasters. that would be not a fan uh, what, what do you think of that useless fact from one to ten? One being the worst fact is. you've ever heard or ten being the most super califragical, expialidocious fact
2: uh I think that it's interesting that the force can actually push out a kidney stone um I'll give it an eight thank you interesting yeah, I
3: was also going to give it an 8 this morning because I thought it was kind of neat. I all wonder, right. like, how many people have actually passed Kidney Stones on roller coasters <laughs> <know>. now. That <laughs> would
1: suck. Yeah,
3: it would not be
2: fun. Uh, all, all right, right. So let's check the scores. Uh, uh, text them into 10-0-30 on a give, scale of 1 to 10. And
1: give yourself a creative handle, like a funny nickname. Okay. Uh, Canada Chemist, 10 out of 10, kind of makes sense in a weird and twisted way.
2: Yeah. Uh, Chef Lisa says uh, it's a 9, so there you go.
1: Thank
3: you very much. Nine and an 8.5 from Sassy Kathy and Manoweth this morning.
1: Bitterman, 7.5. Funny, and he loves roller coasters.
2: Mm, me too. Uh, your mom is giving it a 10, but says that she uh, would, in fact, go to the ER. Not to the roller coaster.
1: Does <laughs> <laughs> treat trust son? No. Deb and Don, this is a hard fact to believe. I give you a 2 out of 10.
3: Oh, what? Oh, okay. What? Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Oh, my God. That's terrible advice, but worthy of a score of 10 for being totally
2: useless. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Google, uh, that's exactly what we're being. Uh, Perhaps that's why people scream so much. They're all passing stones, (laughs) says Diva Clow, giving it an 8.
1: I've heard it's the equivalent of passing. No, I won't say it.
3: Oh, boy. (laughs) No. Oh, and Aaron the Trollster is saying that this may, in fact, be a repeat fact
1: It is not. It is not. He says a 1 out of
3: 10 as he thinks he's heard it before.
1: I challenge Aaron the Trollster to give us a call at 613-750-1100. This is not (laughs) a repeat
2: fact. Move
1: mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on
0: Move 100.
2: What's trending? Well, everybody's talking about Barbie these days with the movie about to hit theaters with Ryan Gosling and their pink paradise world. But Mattel has been evolving over the years and we've seen, you know, Barbies in different forms of employment and more diverse dolls rolling out. And they've just announced that they are revealing the very first Barbie doll Uh, representing a person with Down Syndrome.
1: Very, very cool. Mm
2: -hmm. Very cool. Released to Mattel uh, to allow even more children to see themselves in Barbie. So they worked very closely with the National Down Syndrome Society to design the doll to represent a person with Down Syndrome accurately. So it included shaping the doll's body into a shorter frame, a longer torso, a round face, almond eyes. So they worked very closely. And the doll wears a yellow and blue dress with butterflies, which is all symbols associated with Down Syndrome awareness. Yeah. Oh. The necklace that the doll is wearing represents the chromosome, so uh, it's very, very cool that they're rolling yeah, that out. Yeah, I'd love out. to see that. We yeah, seen seeing just the butter- seeing that.
1: Inclusiveness is really, really special. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And they have to keep doing it. So if you're hoping to avoid encounters with Karens, I'm sorry to all the Karens who are listening. You know, you know how this goes. Just don't yeah. shoot the messenger. But a new survey suggests that you refrain from visiting Windsor, Ontario. I have family in Windsor. What's going on in Windsor? Windsor has been named the Karen capital of Canada. Oh, my gosh. And this survey looked at the most common Karen, quote-unquote, behaviors observed. And so things like excessive complaining, Mm -hmm. mistreating service workers, unreasonable demands. Of course, the iconic, let me speak to your manager. But the survey also found that Karen-like behaviors of course, are not limited to actual women named Karen Yes, or even women in general. So get this. A whopping 78% of people surveyed reported that the Karen behavior came from men. Oh, (laughs) would you look at that? Believe it. And the behavior not limited to just boomers. So similar traits were exhibited from Gen Z. So this is the generation from uh, mid-1990s to the early 210s. Y'all be Karens, too, out there so Windsor might be the city with the most Karens however it is Alberta that is the province with the most (laughs) Karens in the wild
1: not shocking (laughs)
2: oh man okay I
1: went full Karen on on my cell phone carrier yesterday because I could not get any cellular coverage Oh. Oh, I'm like I can't she couldn't even hear me I'm like this is the problem I can't even talk
2: what's the man's name for Karen
3: like, yeah, I've had this good discussion before. I've heard Chad. Oh, it's a Chad? Might be it, or I'm trying to remember other names that have kind of come up for Fred. guys. What
2: is the man's name for Karen? Text Fred. us at 10-0-30 if you happen to know, because apparently 78% of y'all men are the ones acting this way, so we need, <laughs> we need the man's name.
0: Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move on.
3: Right, you're off on vacation. What is the number one thing that you are thinking about before you even book said vacation? Mm. There's a lot of different variety in, in, in like what's gonna be most important to you when traveling. For example we have a coworker of ours that just got back two weeks in Chile. Mm. And what I was expecting to see was all the different views. Like, what does Chile look like? Yep. I don't know. It's a <laughs> massive country. It stretches, like, all along South America. Surely it's got to have some great landscape and culture. All I saw was food after food after food after
1: food. Loved it. <laughs> she
2: ate her way through Chile. <laughs> I love the pictures. But that's the thing. Like there, like you said, there are different things that are priority for people. For some, it's a, immersing themselves in the culture like that. For some, it's just eating their way through. For some, yeah. it's like, you know, so what would it be for you? Like, what do you have to do when you're traveling somewhere? You're talking to me? Yeah.
1: You're looking at me? You're actually asking me that question? Yeah, yeah. well, you're the food, clearly. You're, you're clearly I, I, yeah. I, I want food. I don't. I mean, I want the accommodations as well, but for me, it's food. If I'm spending that much money to go there, I want to eat well.
3: And you want to have like a, a nice accommodations? Is that yeah, you said yeah, also yeah. another priority so for you? So it's food
1: for me, and then accommodations.
3: You, you don't would, so you, you don't even care where you're going. No. You're just like as long <laughs> as there's good food and a nice bed on exactly. <laughs> Janelle will sleep on a rock. She doesn't
2: care. <laughs> literally,
3: I would say that accommodations is the thing that I think about the the least. Like mm. I don't put a lot of money into it. I don't like look to you know stay with in a place that has a great view. To me, a place to stay is like literally a bed to rest my head on because I'm go 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 when I and travel. Sometimes with multiple people in a hostel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who needs privacy? The thing that probably matters more to me is is getting off the beaten track for me uh you know a beach destination like a a resort vacation is not what i want to do i want to see the country i want to see the crevices where people don't normally go i want to see um everything from mountains to beach to you know the flatlands
2: like to caves like
3: i want to get all the topography and i want to see all the views Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah.
2: For me it's like uh I, I need to do the thing that the place is known for, at yeah. least, right? So like if like we go to Boston, I wanna sit on the Green Monster at Fenway Park totally. and taking a game and go to Cheers after. If we're in New York City, like I wanna go see the Rockefeller tree at Christmas and I wanna skate around it and we yeah. do that and you know, like so I wanna do like the one quintessential thing that yeah. is known you like for crowds. That. <laughs> uh But I I have to say that I did like the one thing, right, that they're that they're known for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is it for you when you're traveling? Like, what is the thing that is most important for you to check off? the bucket list, I guess.
3: Yeah, it's a priority on your list when you're booking that trip. It's interesting because somebody brought up something that was their number one priority and I do believe that I should probably start making this more of a priority in my vacationing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bev is about to inspire all of you to try something new. Um, she did it all. And something that was un- totally unexpected was actually the best part of her huge trip over in Europe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're talking to you about the things that uh, you put as a- on your priority list when you're going to book a vacation. There's a lot of different things, a lot of different angles you can take when you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And we want to know what the most important thing is for you. Elena
0: Priority for me is finding a like a hotel that can accommodate my family of 5 because it's kind of ridiculous to have to get an extra room for one person. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> um, and trying to locate like facilities for food around that serve gluten-free food. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you read it's a lot of a reviews
3: lot of before you go anywhere.
0: I do. Yes. Yeah. And I Google the heck out of it. (laughs) I actually went for seven weeks by myself in Europe. Wow. That sounds like a movie that Julia Roberts would do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So what is it that you love to do? Like, what's the priority for you when you're booking a vacation?
0: Do something really different, something that you, you know, would never normally do. And so when I was In Europe, I did a ton of different things, but one of the things that I did that I loved was driving a Vespa in Tuscany Uh for the day, and Uh it rained, and I drove it in the rain, and I sang in the rain while Uh I was driving, and I had the best time. And you know, when I came home, I had gone to the Sistine Chapel, and I had gone to the Colosseum, and I had gone to Pompeii, and I had done all of that. But whenever I tell people about the Vespa, they're always like, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I love I'm thinking that you
1: about did- it is having an espresso getting on a Vespa.
0: <laughs> it was so much fun. And, and you know, like I even went to a little store beside my hotel and they had this little tiny Vespa, like a ceramic Vespa. And I bought it and yeah. it took the number of the Vespa that I drove on it. And I have that in my house. And I walked by, and I kind of, oh, yeah, that was so much fun. That's awesome.
3: It reminds me of uh, our trip to Vietnam. We did a a coastal trip. We rented some scooters and did something similar. And it's just, they're the best views. They're unobstructed views and the best way to tour a country, I'd say.
0: Yes. Yes. The only thing that would have made it better was if I was, the passenger on the Vespa, right? Then I would have seen more. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> must have been and nervous. I did actually think of that when I was doing it. I was like, "Damn, wish I had someone else driving." Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. Well,
3: thank you, Bev. I think you've inspired a lot of people today. <laughs>
0: okay, thanks.
1: Cash loaded. Bank player ready. Beat the bank. Our 25th caller is Larissa. Are you calling from beautiful Barhaven? Say yes, say yes, say yes. (laughs) Say yes. Barhaven, no, can
2: um, Stutsville?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. The Swingers' capital.
2: Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so we have you on the phone. You're caller twenty-five. That's exciting. Oh my God. Yeah, I've been listening and trying to get in. So exciting. Well, this is definitely the time to do it because this is the final week. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've been giving the the
0: vault's been going up to pretty high amounts mm. this week. Oh, she's Larissa, strategizing. It's not, yeah.
1: it's not our money. We want to give it to you. <laughs> mm, I want to take it.
0: We all.
3: We also have no idea what's in the vaults. Like, we didn't make them. No clue, yeah. (laughs)
2: It's a surprise just as much to us. All right, so those eight vaults are standing in front of you, and you have to decide how you want to strategize, how you want to play this game, okay? Okay. All right, let's open up vault number one.
0: 150. Yeah.
2: 150 bucks. What do you think?
1: Keep going. Yeah. 300. Oh, nice. Double your money in two seconds. Keep going.
2: Here's vault
3: three. 500. Hey, Hey, there we go. I'm gonna keep going. Okay, yeah. here's vault four. Six hundred. Okay, <sighs> six hundred bucks. There's four vaults left. Yeah, I'll try one more. Okay, here's vault five. Seven hundred. Oh, it's okay. like menial, yeah. like little yeah, increases. It's not going up too much. It's going up, but so slowly. Yeah. You have three
1: vaults left. What mm-hmm. would you like to do? You want to keep going or take your money? <sighs> I'll do one more. Okay, here's vault six. 850.
3: Okay. 850. A little more. Two vaults uh, left. What do you think? Okay, my husband says keep going. Keep going. All right, here's vault seven. Fun's not available.
1: No, no. Oh, you you oh, stupid okay. vault! I didn't listen to my husband. Oh. Never listen to your husband again. Never.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. Stupid uh, vault.
1: We're sorry, Larissa.
3: That's no problem. You
2: can keep trying. We we'll still have more days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank, thank
3: you. you. <laughs> All right. Our next chance to play Beat the Bank will be coming up at uh, 910.
1: Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move
0: 100. I want What's trending? <laughs>
2: Uh, Harry Belafonte dubbed the king of Calypso with the success of that song, the Banana Boat song. All I can think of is that scene with Catherine O'Hara in Beetlejuice (laughs) singing that song at the table. (laughs) He has passed away, Harry Belafonte at 96 years of age yesterday. A wonderful entertainer but maybe found even a greater purpose as an activist. He was crucial in the civil rights movement. He helped fight apartheid in South Africa, became a UNICEF ambassador. And he, in fact, I didn't know this, was the whole idea behind the We Are the World song. Oh. That all the celebrities did to fight yeah. hunger in Africa. So, what an important life. What an important icon for sure. So, now we're going to turn things around just a little bit here with music of a very different kind. cool Jay. Well, this is pretty cool. He is giving fans the chance to celebrate, get this, hip hop's 50th birthday. Oh, wow. Why did I think that hip hop was Less oh, than 50. I
3: kind of thought it was older. Really? But okay, I okay. don't know.
2: So it's their 50th birthday of the invention of hip-hop, and he's coming up with something called the Force Tour, so Frequencies of Real Creative Energy. And this is a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity, they're saying, a touring experience for you to celebrate hip-hop culture, but... He is going to have a cast of legends up there on stage with him. So get this: LL Cool J, The Roots, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh wow! Salt and Peppa. Yeah. Queen Latifah. Okay. Bone Thugs and Harmony, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Wow. And it's going to wind all through North America. We do have a day. The closest one to us is Toronto, yeah. uh, Scotiabank Arena, and that is coming up at the end of June, June 29th. I feel like a lot of people are going to travel for that show. Mm-hmm. Get your hip-hop on. <laughs> and that's What's Trending, brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. What's coming up in the 8 o'clock news? Well, there is a city in Canada who has decided to make
3: something legal at their beaches. I think uh, Ottawa should follow suit. Ooh. We'll get into that next.
0: It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars.
3: And
1: move 100. All right, all right, all right. you know who's made the cut today?
3: Uh, today we have on the line with us uh, Chantal and Salwa. So, um, Angie won yesterday? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's correct. So, Stu, you are up first with Salwa. Uh,
1: good morning, Sawa. Good morning. You ready to win? I am ready. You brought your A game? I, I sure hope so. Okay, uh, choice of categories, know.
3: All right, so thank you to Donna Pascal who sent in our categories. We have either luxury gift or a re-gift.
1: Oh, what do you like?
0: Mm, luxury gift.
1: All right, luxury gift. In three, two, one. I bought you a brand new vehicle. What am, what am I getting you? Um, what's a what's a vehicle? Another word for vehicle? Oh, uh, a car. Yes, and I'm gonna. Uh, when you get married, you put this on your ring. A diamond. What, yes, and we're going on a long vacation. A long. Trimps. Yes, and I'm buying you a lot of these diamonds. Uh, there's a big word for them. What am I buying you? Carrots. Uh, no, I'm buying you a, a bracelet.
3: Uh... And, okay, uh, okay, skip yeah. it. Uh... Uh, jewelry was
2: the word he was looking Jewel- for. <laughs> All
3: right, so you guys ended up with three.
2: Okay. okay. So hang on the line. No, no, you never know. We're gonna go to Chantal. Good morning, Chantal. Good morning. Good morning. So we have to beat three if you're going to win this game, okay? All right. And your category is things that would be regifted. Yeah. All right. Here we go. A bottle of red or white... Wine. Yeah. Uh, you light these. They smell good. Candles. Yeah. Uh, you pull these on before you put on your shoes. Socks. Yeah. Uh, you wash yourself with a bar of... Soap. Yeah, you drink coffee out of a uh, mug. Uh, yeah, and you give these uh, to people to spend at certain stores. Gift cards. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, uh, lollipops and chocolate or all types of candies. Yeah. Wow. yeah. 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 Sorry, Stuart.
1: No. Don't
2: blame me. Blame Sawa. <laughs> play, play again, Sawa. Chantal,
3: winner today. Awesome. Thank you. So congratulations. We've got a $100 gift card for you for Lotto 649. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hit the
2: jackpot. Good luck. All right. Take care.
0: Stem and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. The
1: show wants to know. No, 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 no. What
3: do
2: we want to know today?
3: (laughs) Uh, We're curious about those mundane tasks that you absolutely despise. You either have to do them or you force your partner to do them. Because what did you read on this Barhaven Mom site?
1: So I came across, uh, I'm I'm in the Barhaven Moms group, don't ask why.
2: And there's this woman that
1: says, I don't like filling up my gas, I get my partner to do it. Oh. And I read it and I could could relate because I hate filling up gas. I love my cars, but to, to me it's an inconvenience.
2: Just Ow. filling up gas, all you do is stand there and just pump yeah, it. I I'm love bored. when you get to
3: a pump where there's like a you can lock it into place and uh, you don't have yeah. to like hold it. They're, yeah. they're not at every gas station, but that's not a big deal. But to to drag your husband to like, if I had to do that, there'd
2: be so much <laughs> inconvenience for him. <laughs> no kidding. Like, honey, take my keys. I need gas. Yeah. Oh man. No. No. But there's other yeah. mundane tasks that, you know, you just have to do day to day that just the monotony of it and just You know, all of it. You just don't want to have any part of it anymore.
3: I pretty much have come to the point where I refuse to take out the garbage...
2: Oh. Like
3: it drives Adam insane. Wait till you have kids for that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do it as a kid all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I would, it would be my job. And and specifically, I don't like taking out the garbage underneath, like the sink, the kitchen garbage. Yeah. I don't mind doing the bathroom garbage, but it's the sink one that I just, I just don't want to do that one. And I'm and, the
1: opposite. I and, do the, I'll, I'll do the sink any day.
3: No, and Adam will come home and he's just like, oh, geez, look, the garbage looks really full. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> it's not too bad. And I was I like, can you fit a couple more. You things. just <laughs> shove it in there really good so eventually he gets to the point where he's irritated and he'll take it out yeah i i don't really know why i just don't really like doing it but i don't i'll take out the recycling but i just it's come to the point he knows that it's his job he does it he does it and i don't do it (laughs) so what is
2: it for you that you don't like to do
1: well, I told you, I don't like uh, getting out and, p- and filling up uh, my car gas? with gas. you're,
3: oh, you're, you're just the, the gas the mom? guy? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm not a fan. Andy, uh, I am not surprised that you
2: <laughs> despise this mundane task. I mean, there's a lot of tasks in my house I don't ever want to do again. But uh, one of them has to be uh, my floors. I don't like doing them because I <laughs> get down on my hands and knees to wash my floors.
3: Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Excuse not me? Because, Stop it. Not
2: because I want to, but because I have not in all of my years, found a mop situation that I find works for for me. So I don't want the spin mop situation where it's a big wet mop in a bucket. Right. I don't want it. I've bought the one that has like the reservoir on the handle where you fill that up and then you just press the button and squeeze mm-hmm. and then mop. I find those always leave like uh, like a film on the floors, and then footprints oh streaky i 'm always yeah. fighting footprints on my floors, what the kind of s- floors you got at home, just like wood. But I mean, I don't know if it's like the finish on them or whatever it is, but I, so, I mean, the second I wash the floors with any of those mops that I found, like the second someone walks through, you see their footprints. So I found the only thing that works for me (laughs) is like water and vinegar and I get on my hands and knees and I wash the floors. I don't do it often. I was going to say, how often do you do this? I don't do it often. But I find when I do do that, for whatever reason, I'm able to keep footprints at bay for a little bit longer. Like how? How long does it take you to wash your scrub your it's floors on long. your hands and knees? It's not like I live in a palatial mansion like Stu. Do you
3: <laughs> Do you have knee pads you put on? No.
2: Oh no, it's called gosh. jogging pants with knees that are Angie. almost worn through. Oh my I've, got, a, I've got the perfect mop for you. What?
1: I got a mop in my house that comes with a, a bucket. No, we I don't can...
2: want the bucket. Yeah, what about, about what, a bucket? About a, what about a steam cleaner? Yeah, I've tried those before. Maybe I just haven't tried the right one. I don't know. If anyone has like Trust the, me, a I, perfect mop situation for me then I'll take all the suggestions, but
1: look over here. I, I will send you a picture of the mop that I use. Yeah. Once every six years.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I just, none of them seem to work for me. I mean, I don't love doing uh, it, but I'm like Cinderella down there is what I'm doing. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I know. Never in my life will I do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so let us know what is the mundane task you just can't stand doing. Yeah, give us a call at 750-1100. Well, the mundane task you hate doing is sorting through all of the clean socks and matching them up. We've got a great hack for you coming up in a moment but uh what is the mundane task that you just can't stand doing
2: is ironing oh yeah yeah that's not fun
3: i don't even think i know how to do it right i can never i can never get all the wrinkles out i never know how to put the piece of fabric like the clothing on the board it's just it's not fun
1: do they still make irons (laughs) yes
0: they do.
1: (laughs) i don't know i have no idea
3: who presses your shirt when you go out
1: I, don't, I never press my shirt. I take it off the, the hanger and I wear it.
2: And you used to wear suits and have to do the Sens games. You never had a press I would bring
1: shirt? them to Goodfellow Cleaners.
2: Oh, well, there you go. Oh. He's got a guy.
0: A shirt is <laughs> five yeah. bucks now, by the way, to get
1: ironed.
3: Wow. Yeah, do it at home. But it's not fun. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: i think a lot of you will relate to this text we got a ten zero thirty. the mundane task they don't like to do lunches oh yeah making yeah. the freaking lunches Yeah, <laughs> i can't wait till the, my last kid's done uh, <laughs> angie my that. mother sent
1: you a link uh for uh slippers that have um mop like they're mop slippers
2: Oh, mops on the bottom of the yeah. slippers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, we are getting a lot of suggestions for different type of mops now, like steam mops and things. So thank you for those. I'm going to check out some of them. Yeah. But uh, laundry is not a fun thing. No, it's not. I think it's just, it's
3: the task that we have to do every day. You know, somebody texted Dan about, you know, emptying the dishwasher, having to do that every day, sometimes twice a day, putting the sheets back on the bed. It's mm. the stuff that we're doing all of the time. But Clean socks and matching up the clean socks is a huge pain in everybody's butt. I don't care who you are, there's nobody who likes doing this. Nope. And so. they
2: all take off their socks and they're inside out <laughs> always.
1: If you don't like doing laundry, just screw it up once and you'll never be asked to do it again. Right.
2: Somebody in the house has to do it. But here
3: is the hack that was texted into us at 10.030 about uh, what to do if you hate matching up the socks.
2: They say, mm, I just put them all in a pillowcase and everyone fends for themselves. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Like a Santa sack full of socks and just be like, find your own.
3: Can you imagine every day having to go find your pair of socks in the morning? Find your own. I'm
2: done. I quit. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All The Feels on Move 100. Franco Micucci was just out for a regular evening stroll with his wife, Charlene, something they always did in the neighborhood that they have lived in for more than 20 years when a collision changed their lives forever. So Nadia, Franco's stepdaughter, says her parents did everything together and they sure loved their nightly walks. But that night, last week, a car that was fleeing from police sped through the intersection at the corner of Richmond Road and Kirkwood in Westboro and struck Franco right in front of his wife and a sea of onlookers on a busy night in Westboro. I'm sure you heard this tragic story last week in the news. So Nadia says that when her mother called her, she thought, okay, well, maybe he broke his leg or something. He's been in an accident. And for it to have been as serious as it was, it was really, really difficult for her to accept. You think, you know, wrong place, wrong time. But they were a block from their own home doing something they do every day. Franco ended up losing his life in hospital. He was just 46 years old. And the worst part, Nadia says, is that her mother and Franco were planning to visit her at her new home in Kingston last weekend. But the hotel by them was booked, so they didn't end up going.
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: Franco's family, of course, devastated. He leaves behind another younger daughter as well. His work family devastated. Franco's worked for many years as a warehouse worker at Team Harding, so Ottawa HVAC business. And the one thing, though, that is giving them comfort right now is that Franco's generosity lives on. Four of his organs were donated after his death, and three of which have already been successfully transplanted in the last few days, saving the lives of others. The 21-year-old driver that allegedly struck Franco appeared in court yesterday on charges causing death and was denied bail, thankfully. Um, but his family has put flowers and signs up at that intersection and are just trying to come to terms with oh my God. this, all of this. Unbelievably tragic story. So they want everybody to know that Franco was just a wonderful, generous, sweet guy and was in his place at that time and someone else was in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: 46 years young.
2: 46. And that's all the feels on Move 100.
0: Step Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100.
3: I've never heard anyone complain about this so much in my life. But it
2: gave <laughs> us a good laugh. But in the best way possible. <laughs> I mean, no one loves doing groceries. I mean, don't even get us started on figuring what to make for dinner every night, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But the mundane task that you just can't stand doing is what, Shirley?
0: Groceries. Oh One dear. of the things that I hate to do after I go through all the trouble of getting them, and that's a chore in itself. And then you get home, and I just let them sit there. I, oh, <laughs> the thought of getting up and putting them all away makes me not want to eat for forever. <laughs> and then you got the chore of thinking like you're you're tired after all that then you don't even want to eat and then you think oh god you gotta cook something (laughs) then you gotta go look at them and then figure (laughs) out what you want to eat if anything oh my goodness and you know it's a constant thing of course because we all have to buy food Yeah. Well, let me tell you, you know, it's never mind the price, but it's just up and down the aisle and getting this and getting that, whatever. You know, it really makes you not want to eat forever. Thank you, Shirley. (laughs) Thank you. Cash loaded. Bank player ready.
1: Beat the bank. All right, 25th caller through is Elaine Barber. Doesn't want her last name mentioned on the radio, so her last name is Barber. <laughs> Good morning, Elaine. <laughs> Hi. You ready to win, Elaine Barber? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm trying to. I, I don't want my last
2: name on the radio. Okay. <laughs> she's she's a witness protection program. All right, Elaine, <laughs> we have eight vaults standing in front of you, just waiting to be open and waiting to be won, okay? Okay. All right, let's open up vault number one.
1: 250. Nice.
2: Okay, good start.
3: What do you think? Go ahead. All right, here's vault number two.
2: 350.
1: I love the way the vault's going. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, would Go you ahead. like to more? Okay, Go ahead. here's vault number three.
0: 700. Ooh, oh. hello.
2: Nice. Go ahead. All right, here's <laughs> vault number four.
0: 1,000. Hey, oh. 1,000
2: bucks in four vaults. What do you want to do next? I'll go again. Okay. One more. Here's Vol. five. Fun's not available. No! Oh, you stupid vaults! Stupid vaults! Oh gosh,
3: we had a bust this morning and now another bust? Oh, no! Oh. We're sorry, Elaine. Sorry. Okay. S- sorry, sucks. Elaine. Barbara. Try again. Okay. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Your next chance to try to win your share of $100,000 with Beat the Bank is coming up at uh, 210 with Catherine Dines.